Thank you for plugging into this Family Life News podcast, streaming issues-driven, family-focused news. Welcome back to another edition of Capital Connection. Friday's During the Noon Report, we give you direct connection to what's happening in Albany and Harrisburg with the experts on the issues at the state capitals. They are, as always, Jason McGuire with New Yorkers for Constitutional Freedoms and Michael Gear at the Pennsylvania Family Institute. Hey, marriage matters is where we will begin today. Why marriage is worth fighting for. Jason, a big vote in the U.S. Senate moving the ball forward on the so-called Respect for Marriage Act. A lot of Christians have a problem with the title of that bill. This does for same-sex marriage what Roe did for abortion. Guarantee it in all 50 states. Your reaction to the Senate vote moving on to the House where it'll probably pass and then become law once the president signs. You know, it's a sad day for our nation. Uh, I'm tempted to talk about the religious liberty concerns with this bill, because there are many. But in reality, I'm far more concerned about what it does for marriage and what it means for the fact that we are making marriage about the desires of any two adults, maybe not even only two down the road. Maybe it'll lead to polygamy and polyamory and other things. But ultimately, marriage protects the rights of children, and they're getting thrown off to the side in this issue. Now, this throws out, Michael, the 1996 Defense of Marriage Act, which basically said marriage is the union between one man and one woman in this country. That is no longer your reaction. Well, I agree with Jason about the implications of it, and the religious liberty implications are significant as well. You know, uh, Senator Pat Toomey here in Pennsylvania, our outgoing senator, uh, was uh, a no vote on this, which we appreciate and uh, lobbied him to do that. You know, he said uh, this legislation would enable activists to sue faith-based groups that provide vital services for our communities in an attempt to force them to abandon their deeply held beliefs about marriage. That's the kind of threat that is faced by this legislation. It, it is terrible. It has lasting implications. But again, you know, when you talk about the Defense of Marriage Act, that was passed almost unanimously. It was a very strong vote. And so things do change, and we're hopeful as people engage in, in things that we can see a reverse course uh, in America sometime in the future. Yeah, Romney Amendment said that this has built in protections for religious groups. Many people say those protections only extend into houses of worship. Is that true, Jason? Well, you know, they tried the same thing in New York back when we passed a state version of a gay marriage bill, and the same assurance were given that this would protect people and protect all these organizations. It has failed to do so, and I can point to businesses across the state, faith-based, uh, Christian-owned, that are now facing human rights violations for their failure to align with the politically correct position on gay marriage. Yeah, the Reverend Franklin Graham Michael said what this means is that if you hold to a view of marriage, that is not in lockstep with what the left decides marriage is. You're a bigot in America now. Why is traditional marriage, this idea that marriage is between one man and one woman, why is that an idea, even in the year 2022, worth fighting for? 
Well, it's worth fighting for, number one, because it's God's design for marriage and for human flourishing. So that's number one. Number two, it's the best uh, health education and welfare institution ever devised for children. Every child deserves a mom and a dad. And every time a child is born, there is a woman there. Marriage ties the father to that child as well. And that is so vitally important for the well-being of children. Well said. Let's move on. Well, hey, Jason, nine days after the fact, we finally know who will control the U.S. House. How do prolonged results undermine public confidence in the way we do elections and what you think can be done to expedite this process. Yeah, we live in an age where, you know, you watch these uh, TV programs where voting on various singers or actors or things in these programs and millions of people across the U.S. vote and instantly we know the results. And we just can't believe that in this American system today, we cannot have a quicker method for counting our ballots. I think it undermines the system because it causes and leaves room for people to say that there's some monkey business going on when those results don't come quickly. For me, it begins with voter ID. If there is not voter ID in our process, uh, then it's going to continue to be a problem. Michael, the first impeachment trial in almost 30 years is about to get underway in the Pennsylvania Senate. The embattled district attorney of Philadelphia, Larry Krasner, is facing ouster from office. Now, he says this trial undermines the will of the people, those who have elected him to office. What say you? Well, maybe he has a point there because he was reelected despite a terrible first term with crime rates just growing significantly. But nevertheless, I think the rule of law plays into this. Larry Krasner has thumbed his nose at the rule of law and his particular role as a district attorney. He's more like a radical defense attorney in the way that he runs his office. So I think it's appropriate that this impeachment has taken place and it's going to be a two-thirds majority in the Senate. That's going to be hard to get. But if he is impeached and taken out of office, that will be a good thing for the city of Philadelphia. And we'll come back to Philadelphia in just a minute. But Jason, nobody really talks about it, uh, the impact of marijuana. There's a study out of Ottawa, Canada that said marijuana smoke is just as dangerous as tobacco smoke. But yet here we go, full steam ahead in New York. Or are we going full steam ahead? A federal judge in Albany has dealt a big blow to pot dispensaries. Explain this. Well, there's a situation developing here which uh, this weed market that's supposed to take off hasn't yet. And ultimately now it's tied up in court challenges between various entities that are arguing whether or not they have the rights to have the license here. It hasn't stopped the market from coming here one day, but in the meantime, there's this growing black market now that is causing problems and violence in various cities across the state of New York. Yeah, and we're going to focus on Philadelphia next, Michael. Uh, the drug crisis is so bad there. I couldn't believe this. The government of Mexico has shot a video taken from the streets of Philadelphia in its anti-drug campaign marketed towards kids. If you don't want to get hooked on drugs, don't go to Philadelphia was kind of the message there in Mexico. This also supports the notion that maybe it's time for Larry Krasner to go. The mayor of Philly on another issue, this illegal immigration issue, he was quoted this week as saying, I want to play the soundbite and get your reaction to it. Why it's un-Christ-like for Texas to bus migrants to Philadelphia. Take a listen to this. This is what I don't understand about people who profess to be Christians uh, and talk about Christian ethics. um, And you put people on a bus and you send them up for a political stunt. Where did this idea, Michael, come from that to be a good Christian means you must support open borders? 
Well, it's really rich that the mayor of Philadelphia is invoking this. I mean, it's unbelievable that that he's doing it. Number one, the Biden administration has been putting these illegal immigrants on airplanes and flying them to different states around the country. So Krasner and Mayor Kenny have made Philadelphia a sanctuary city. They think that's a Christian thing to do. But then when the opportunity comes for them to welcome these illegal immigrants in, they thumb their nose at it and say it's a political stunt. Christian values, number one, should uphold the rule of law. Yes, we should be welcoming to immigrants, but that should be done under the rule of law, not just simply open the border and say anybody and all can come. Yeah, well said. i uh, got time for one more question. Uh, Jason, quick like, uh, the New York State gas tax holiday will expire at the end of December. Should that be extended? I don't know that it's about the gas tax. I think, frankly, you look at the way we are taxed in New York. It's 17 cents a gallon, but ultimately those roads got to be paid for somehow. How about we lower the entire tax burden here in the state of New York instead? Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? Uh, good luck with that. Then finally, Michael, the incoming governor had a press conference this week with the outgoing governor. Josh Shapiro seems to be saying all the right things. You know, I'm not the captain of the red team or the blue team. I'm the captain of Pennsylvania. But what will a Shapiro administration look like, and should Christians be concerned? Well, he is very good at political side of things in terms of uh, presenting himself as just a middle-of-the-road sort of guy. But as a attorney general in Pennsylvania, he has governed from the left. And so I think uh, in terms of his issues on things like suing the Little Sisters of the Poor on the contraceptive mandate, focused against the Catholic Church in many ways in terms of his tenure, uh, there are many reasons, and and very pro-abortion, there are many reasons to be very concerned about a Josh Shapiro administration going forward in spite of his smooth-talking way. Yeah, many have said this is Tom Wolf 3.0. Do you agree? Well, it's worse than that because he is a much more skilled politician than Tom Wolf. So he holds to many of the same radical views that Tom Wolf does, but he's a much more skilled politician. The only saving grace about this is that he has designs on the presidency and may be focused on what he's going to do on the national stage, maybe in 2024, and may be leaving. Who knows what uh, what his future will be? All right, we'll see. Hey, we've covered a lot of ground in 10 minutes. It's the fastest 10 minutes in radio or so, we've been told. Uh, but you both have wonderful websites for folks can go. What is the Pennsylvania Family Institute? Why do you exist? Michael Gear? where can folks go and check you out? PAFamily.org. And stay informed on all the issues in New York as well. New Yorkers for Constitutional Freedoms. What's your website, Jason? AlbanyUpdate.com. 